Hello and welcome to the Swift Legacy Podcast, a show where we talk all things Taylor Swift with a focus on her early career. We're your hosts, Amy, Molly and Rachel, and today we're going to be discussing some of the messy parts of the Taylor Swift fandom. This is Fandom Drama 101. Welcome back to the Swift Legacy Podcast. We're very excited for this episode because honestly, it's probably going to be chaotic, but I think most of our episodes are pretty chaotic. But today we're going to be doing a deep dive into the history of the Swifty fandom, the Taylor Swift fandom. I saw someone on Twitter the other day calling us Taylor Tots, like Tater Tots. Um, which I personally find extremely disturbing. I'm very glad that's not our fandom name. Anyway, we're going to go back into the history of the fandom for maybe some people who've joined more recently and don't understand certain references when we joke about the flower mural. Um, That's a a very specific one, which we will get onto. So let's start. Molly, do you want to give us the backstory on the Love Hate Gloves? The Love Hate Gloves photo all came about when Taylor met a fan called Johnny on the red carpet at the 2015 Brits. She then posted a photo on Instagram with him that was captioned Love. There were a couple of others she posted with as well, wasn't there? I can't remember who it was, but he was the only fan. Yeah, she posted three from the Brits night. um, And I think it was something like my first love, my second love, my third love. It It was some love 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 shit yeah you know how she did and yeah he was the only fan the others were I can't remember what it was I think was one was her ago. award and yeah one, that was I don't know one, one was like her and Sam Smith or something, something wasn't it I was gonna say it was another yeah. I might yeah. have to say an Ed Sheeran but it might not have been Ed. might be might be Ed. I don't probably yeah. Ed. yeah no you're right it was Sam I remember oh. now I'd like can picture the photo feel free to like interject because this was seven years ago and I remember thinking at the time of it happening, I am way too old for this shit. Um, but it still continued. So I have no idea how Taylor felt. Yeah, probably along the same lines. Um, basically on Tumblr, there was this really awful trend of anytime Taylor noticed somebody that you maybe didn't like, you would say, they were mean to me two years ago. Here's a screenshot. They did this. They did that. And basically that's what happened to this Johnny child who was a child. He was 15 years old. Um, when Taylor posted a picture of him on Instagram. Everybody, not everybody, it was like a group of like four people saying that he had allegedly bullied one person and here were some screenshots. And I, I interrupt me if I'm wrong, but I vaguely remember they like hyperlinked the screenshots and it was literally like going back and forth and the two of them being like, you're ugly, you're fat, like you're a pig, something like it that. Was, it, it was pretty, Was it? yeah, that? it was kind of, it was just general Playground horribleness. Stuff. Playground stuff, completely. Right, okay. And, and it, it was, was from a long time ago, wasn't it? It wasn't like it was present current. It was like yeah, it was months, if not a, more than a year it was ago. A while ago, um, and it was mm-hmm. it was kind of just like a normal fandom occurrence, like shit like this happens every time Taylor Tumblr enabled someone. it. Tumblr definitely. Yeah. Tumblr enabled a lot of things, um, but it it kind of became folklore drama, not folklore, but fandom yeah. folklore drama mm. because Taylor supposedly then acknowledged it I believe she liked a post about it um but then she posted a picture of a pair of gloves one of which said love on the fingers and the other said hate and she captioned the post with choose the the right one now this may have had absolutely nothing to do with the original Johnny drama 
but the majority of the fandom took it as her taking his side in the situation and oh my god there was just a load of drama I just remember being on Instagram for that and being like what is happening why why do I even care like what what the fuck 2015 on Instagram was a hell of a time hell emphasis on the word hell yeah Yeah. the I mean I was gonna say the Instagram community back then was interesting but to be honest any any fan community was interesting the Tumblr Tumblr was interesting (laughs) I've never been like a Twitter Twitter stan for the Taylor the Taylor side of things but I I feel like that is scary community yeah it it is (laughs) Twitter was like the one I, I, I moved from Twitter to Instagram because I thought Twitter was just a bit too like unmoderated. Like people could get away with saying really like offensive, racist, horrible things and it was just okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that Instagram was probably the most wholesome for the longest. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like Instagram is like the gateway drug to social media. Definitely. I see that completely. Like everyone gets Instagram first and then like I feel old because I did not get Instagram first. <laughs> That's because you're really elderly, Rachel. I am not that much older than you two. I'm you know, it's like two I years know. if that. Yeah. <laughs> for the record for anyone listening who can't see us. I feel like that's just something that we reference and joke about quite often, or I do definitely the love hate. The love hate people are often choose people the right are often one. just like, what what the fuck are you talking about? So that's just a little recap for you know any new fans um should we move on to the next one this is this is probably my favorite piece of fandom drama in life ever okay what is it going uh, is turkey a name or a country oh this is beautiful <laughs> okay so the the background if you don't remember the great flower mural incident of 2017 then i truly do envy you um, I remember staying up until after 10 p.m. for this Direct TV Now live stream that had been promoted as something that we as a fandom did not want to miss. So naturally, we were all thinking it would be something like an interview with Taylor, performing some songs or even announcing new music, especially as around this time, live streams were usually her way of announcing new music. That's definitely changed now, but at the time. Wasn't she doing the Houston show that night? And we she thought it was, was going to be a live stream of the performance and then they just never lived it. I think No, so. I don't I think, think we thought it was that, or at least that's not what I remember. Like I, it was that show. And I think we thought she was going to announce something and then perform oh, new music. Yeah. yeah. Yes, like because the, show. Like the Taylor Nation moderators got invited to that one, I remember, because I was friends with a few of them. They all got invited, all flown out to that show, like from all over the world, and they didn't even get meet and greet. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, so considering it's on the fandom drama list, you can probably guess that we did in fact not get new music. We did not get a show. We did not get an interview with Taylor. We got, um, we got people sticking flowers on a wall hosted by a woman named Nikki. And none of us had seen Nikki before. None of us have seen her since. She probably went into hiding. Uh, bless her. I'm sure she was trying her best, but she really did leave us with some incredible meme content. <laughs> During the live stream, a fan sent a message in from Turkey, and when she read it out loud, Nikki asked if that was a name or a country. I just I literally remember like the inflection in her voice, like watching that, like Turkey. Is that a name or a country? <laughs> it's like so definable. <laughs> It was the it, it was. was the fact that we all sat through the entire thing as well, and this was like it was like forty minutes or something, 
And I think yeah. everyone had this idea that she was going to come on eventually and they were going to bring Taylor on. Like, it must be more than this. And it never was. And we all just, Literally. it was like 2am. Conspiracy. Sticking things uh-huh. on the wall. I think there was meant to be something more. I think there was meant to be Ooh. and something went wrong because that, I'm sorry, but that was such a shit show. Like you could tell that Nikki, she was not the girl for the job. No. You cannot tell me that she was like the first choice for this live stream that they, that they were going to fund putting on this live stream for this girl. No, something else is meant to happen there. Exactly. Nobody did. I mean, there is no way that that was meant to happen. Another notable moment is when she thought that Andrea was one of Taylor's cats. So it's very clear that she did not do her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, This is what I mean. Yeah. Did not do her research. hmm. So surely this, was this, do you think it was supposed to be something else? What do you think it was meant to be? My friend that went to, that was like the Taylor Nation moderator that went there. She said that afterwards she was, t- they were like, you know, they were all put on buses and like driven out to location. They had to meet one place and they were all driven out to a different place. And it was like the Taylor Swift buses and they were all playing like Taylor songs and stuff that they were originally told that they had to get on a different bus. Um, and they, cause they were like the moderators or something like that. Um, but then eventually they got on the wrong bus and um, well, they were told to go onto this other bus. And then afterwards they were like, oh, it was going to be meet and greet, but something went wrong. And that's when you guys got on the wrong bus. So I don't know if something happened with Taylor and that's why she couldn't do a meet and greet or I don't know. But I don't think that the flower mural was meant to happen because that's just... It was just so yeah. weird. I don't think it was like that deep. I don't think it was anything crazy, but like maybe she got she got sick or something before the show or, it's or like traffic. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like mm. if it hadn't been as heavily promoted, we wouldn't find it so like ridiculous, yeah. but it was so heavily promoted. For it what was, it was fully it was fully made to be something you absolutely don't want to miss I was, mm. was like I stayed up for this yeah I, I know, stayed yeah. up for people sticking flowers on a wall but wasn't it like know about Taylor yeah it was like send us your name and your country and a message for Taylor and we'll write it on a flower and stick it on a wall and that was yeah. it that was it's it. like she ain't reading that we know she ain't <laughs> reading that she's busy so uh the great flower mural instant of 2017 is something that will stay in the minds of the fandom for a very long time i feel like i'm so never watching now. any taylor yeah. nation like live stream promotion again because of no. that ever it comes it's up like, whenever they like hint at something everyone's like this is just going to be 2017 all over again yeah mm-hmm. if you look like, on urban dictionary the great flower mural incident no it it was such a joke though because it was so bad like if it was just like no because it was do you know what it reminds me of you know when like taylor's gonna like premiere a new music video on youtube and she's like in the comments replying to us it kind of reminds me of the bit before that where it's like taylor nation replying to the comments and just like entertaining us a little bit before she comes on but something has to follow through afterwards. And it didn't. Yeah. yeah. I was fully was, convinced it was that it was just going to be like an interview. And even that wouldn't be that amazing. Mm. Like it's still... It's still content. Yeah. <laughs> and it was 2017. We hadn't seen we her in starved. like... Yeah. We were absolutely starved for content. And we'd been promised. We were, we were all like thinking this was going to be the end of like the hiatus thing. Like, mm. And then it was just shit. Do you remember, was it this one or the Super Bowl one? Because she did the Super Bowl one. Was it Super Bowl or am I getting confused with something else? She did something at AT&T, Super Saturday Night. That was it. Yes, that, that was, was it. the that late 2016. Yeah, she did that late 2016, October. And then she did the Houston show, was it like January, February 2017? Yeah, it was early, early yeah. 2017. 
And we all thought originally she was going to do something at the Super Saturday Night one in 2016. And somebody there took a picture of the screen, like photoshopped it with the Apple Music logo. And they were like, oh my God, it's <gasps> I this remember Apple- this. Yeah, they were like, Apple Music streaming exclusive. And it was believable because the 1989 World Tour movie had been Apple exclusive for like the first week. Yeah, so I think I think it all just kind of was like hyping up from that. So we really did believe it was a new music announcement. You're right. I, re- I remember it now. I think it was just repressed memories from the flower mural that blocked it all <laughs> I think coming we've up. We all tried to repress memories from the flower mm. mural. Let's move on to another. This is not drama per se, uh, but it's one of I would say the most bizarre things that have happened during my time in the Taylor Swift fandom. Um, I don't know if you guys are even going to remember this, but it just sticks in my brain because it's so (laughs) weird. Um, So to set the scene, we're in 2015 and the 1989 tour is in full swing. And all of a sudden, the fandom becomes obsessed with a guy named Kevin who works for Taylor Nation. Do you remember this? I do. I don't remember it to the extent that you remember it, but I do remember Kevin. He was on Taylor Nation when that was still like a proper forum, like the original one. He had a picture of him ice skating and he would talk with us a lot. And then when the forum got pulled at the start of 2012 and brought back like a month later, um, he wasn't on it anymore. But I do remember Kevin, yeah. So if you guys listening didn't know, on the 1989 tour, there were photo booths sponsored by Keds. And I'm pretty sure that's where a lot of people kind of met him on the tour. I honestly don't know how or why this started it was extremely weird but people would kind of go into the shows not with the aim of getting loft 89 because that was kind of like a pipe dream but more with the realistic aim of meeting kevin it was just it was so odd i do remember this there were two of them it was kevin and who was the the woman do you know what i'm talking about there were two yeah no one wanted to meet her no one cared about her but like those are the two names that came up again and again and again but everyone was obsessed with kevin it reminds me of um What's his name? Who's that guy from Target that everyone went through a face that they were obsessed with? Yeah, I know the guy. Yeah. yeah. The Target the, guy. The reference. only thing I can think of is the Walmart yodeling kid. And I know that's not who you're referencing. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, no, not Wait, that. it's not? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw if, him on TikTok the other day. Um, but if you guys still don't believe me about this because honestly <laughs> I wouldn't it's it's just so odd um there are still blogs on tumblr dedicated to him if uh, mm. if you want to search them up and he did dress up as a minion to go to one of Taylor's concerts as well fun fact of information there. wasn't he her school friend he was someone that was it like middle school or high school they went to school together or something and they've known each other since they were really really young I remember her saying or like replying to someone on tumblr that they've really? been friends since school oh, no and I now do he remember that for her Maybe that's why people were so obsessed. But surely she wouldn't have said that until people were obsessed. I was going to say that was that was after yeah. kind of became obsessed. That's just. I yeah, I'm trying to find a picture of him. It. I met someone from. I don't think they were Taylor Nation. They were just like, when you when you go to Taylor Swift tours and you meet the staff, there's like a lot of different tiers. You've got like it's like the general like security there at the venue. You've got like people working in like her social media and then you've got like Taylor Nation people and then you've got people within Taylor Nation that have like the the, the dressing room pass like it's like Taylor's mom tree I doubt many other people bar her personal security habit I met someone wasn't Kevin I don't think it was Kevin anyway he was American though can't really remember what he looked like kind of like tall dark hairish which I know Kevin looks like but I just looked at a picture of him I don't think it was Kevin and he came up to me and Lottie and was like talking to us. I was like, oh my God, you guys have traveled like so far. And we're like, you've literally come from America for this tour. Like, I... And then he was like, no, like I work with the tour. I'm here. Like, do you want Snake Pit? And we were like, 
yes. Um, and I'm always like, I wonder if that was Kevin. Wait, no, I met two people actually. Hold on. Maybe that was Kevin. I don't I don't know. Maybe I met Kevin. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. I don't know. But there was another Rachel guy. I, I don't I just thought he was some random, like good looking guy that came to the show. There was this other guy that we met who was like a bit shorter with like white blonde hair. Does anyone remember him? And he was doing social media. And he took a video of us and put it on the Taylor Nation story. So he had, must have had something that. to do with Taylor Nation. But he didn't have um, meeting group passes because remember he, he, not as many words, but he told me that. I remember seeing you guys on the story. Because wasn't yeah. that like when um, you guys pulled Blotty's costume and it changed into the other one? She made the oh, terror costume. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm still, I'm just so in awe of her costumes. It's just insane. Mm. she like I'm the so sequence in real life yeah the sequence dug in really bad I remember every night she'd have like little cuts on her legs and like her arms oh my god no I know. <laughs> yeah behind Bless the her. magic I know yeah I'm like does Taylor get this okay so wait how do I introduce this do I say it because I feel like that's the joke oh well just yeah go for it this one started many years ago when someone told a Taylor Swift confessions blog on Tumblr that they'd been wearing Taylor's perfume Wonderstruck the first time they'd had sex and someone very wittily replied with I bet you got wonder fucked and the rest is history essentially this got way out of control people made concept artwork for merch that was a condom called wonder fuck it was all very clever and it all looked very realistic and um Taylor then joined Tumblr this was all before she joined Tumblr and then everyone scrambled to hide it because no one wanted to see this. <laughs> but at a secret session, probably 1989, I'm pretty sure it was 1989, mm. she confirmed that she knew about it. So, yeah. I think it was the Speak Now era because from what I remember, everything was like purple in the concept art yeah. that they made. It was yeah. the Speak Now era. Yeah. No, Do you so- remember the trailer that they made for Wonderfucked Condoms? And it was yes. like, it used the deleted scenes from the Tim McGraw music video of like Taylor and Clayton in the lake. Yeah. And I always think Trey Fanjoy had such a heart attack of seeing me post something from that music video like 12 years later. If only she knew about Wonderfucked. Like, if only she knew. Honestly. The deleted <laughs> scenes for her music video were being used in a fake condom advert. Someone should send her that. Somebody, if if any of you guys out there aboard, find the fake commercial and send it to Trey Fanjoy. Just do it it's and show out. us the oh, results. She wouldn't be okay. Please she don't would send not. her that. Like, no, I don't want to be responsible. Do. <laughs> do it. Do you remember, do you know what, Swifty Secrets, that was the Tumblr blog that it was on, it was so good I don't think they run it anymore but I remember like at one point I would literally check that shit every single day like that was so funny it was so funny I don't think I've ever actually properly looked at it I just I remember I remember I I once read that you know the swift facts tumblr oh that's a good one actually yeah well I read that a lot of it's kind of bullshit Oh right. Okay. <laughs> so I've kind of I've kind of like stay away from that, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna search it up. Swift. It was Swift Secrets, not Swifty Secrets, sorry. Those are like the main ones that I remember. I don't know if there are any other bits of drama you guys want to add. You mean, uh, besides the whole part we're just Oh <laughs> wait, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Three hundred people now, Amy. Oh god. Oh no, I've blocked that one from my mind. 
That was so funny. No, but the irony of that, when you consider she's like, someone was like, oh, the, what, what was it? The baby voice at the start of Gorgeous. Was that what yeah. that one was about? And she was like, 300 people know. The irony of it, because she told every single group a different story to see which one would leak it. 300 people know my ass like what Mm -hmm. no uh so if you guys don't know the context of that basically we were all when gorgeous came out we were all wondering who the baby voice was at the start and people on tumblr were like who is it we need to know yada 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 and then taylor reblogged something and she said something like 300 people know and the fandom went berserk like people were so pissed off they were like oh my god she's excluding us blah 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 etc and I was just like what the fuck no it was very funny I mean I just think the tone of I don't think she intended it to be like that at all but everyone was so everyone got I feel like by that point like by reputation everyone's like like 1989 mm. everyone kind of loved the secret sessions rep everyone was kind of if you weren't invited, you were kind of done with it, if that makes sense. And it shouldn't have been like yes. that, but everyone was pissed off. It was definitely yeah. that way with Lover, because I think, oh, I yeah. think uh, unfortunately, like at the end of the day, a lot of people who went to Secret Session just didn't accept the fact that if Taylor is telling you something now, yeah, obviously don't say anything to the after the album's out, but you're not sworn to Secret. Like she's obviously comfortable with that story coming out because she shared it with you, a relative stranger. Like you're not her best friend. You're not there to guard her secrets. And yeah. I guess it kind of made those people feel very special. Good for you. Like, of course, you know, you've been handpicked by your favorite artist. Of course it makes you feel special. But they would just like refuse to share information or like their experience with people and they would make it exclusive. So I think what Taylor was doing was a really nice thing, but it was the fans that were making it feel like a not nice thing in my in my experience, at least anyway. No, definitely. I, mm. I agree. Like, it's a lovely concept. But people just, they took it so seriously mm. and took, yeah. it too, took it too far. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the 300 people know was basically people were pissed at Taylor because they kind of, they felt like she was making it exclusive. Which, yeah, she was, but as a joke, she wasn't like actually trying to. I mean, I thought you know. it was it was a joke that kind of. Like, she probably shouldn't have said it, but at the same time, like, I don't think she intended it to be. It was a joke that didn't land. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. That's exactly what it was. But no, I remember, was very um, pissed off. Do you remember her, like, apologising and saying she didn't I remember that. intend it like that? I remember when I was on Instagram at that time, I'd always, like, message people who went to Secret Session and say, like, hey, I'd love to give you a shout-out on my account because I had quite a big following. Like, if you'd let me know something cool that happened at Secret Session, we could work together and make a really cool post together. Most people were fine with it. But I remember, like, I'd always say, like, obviously nothing that you're not allowed to say. Just love to know something cool, maybe about the conversation you had or a certain story behind the song or, like, what you ate at her house or something like that. Like, what her house was like. A lot of people were fine. They'd be like, I remember Nico, I think I spoke with. He was like, oh, my goodness. She has a completely gold bathroom and she has a framed painting of the Peter Max painting above her toilet. And she hand wrote on it, mom, you're like a swan love taylor like he was what? he just like told me all this really cool stuff um people oh would tell God. me about like the food but other people would be like no i'm not even allowed to tell you what kind of food we ate it's literally that strict you're not allowed to know i'd be like get over yourself like it's really not that deep and i think that yeah. unfortunately is what ruined the secret sessions for mm. most people and I, I mean i think what pissed people off was the people who go to the secret sessions and say oh taylor said this really cool thing 
but I'm not allowed to tell you mm. or like oh she said something the story behind this song is actually very different to what everyone else thinks it is but I'm not allowed to tell you I'm like just don't say it then exactly mm. like if you it's, really don't think you're allowed to say don't don't put it anywhere like it's don't. such an attention-seeking tactic yes. too mm. it's, it's just, just it, like, it really is excluding people that is like People are so, you know, quick to be like, oh my God, fandom bullying. But that is like a method of it, in my opinion. Obviously, I'm not crying about it because I'm 24 years old. But like, do you know what I mean? Like the intent is there to try and like belittle people and make people feel like they're worth less than you because of something that's outside of both of your controls. It could have just easily been someone else that was picked instead of them. Mm, 100%. Are there any other bits of fandom drama that you particularly remember? There's got to be some other Tumblr stuff, surely. I'm there was sure so there much Taylor Nation stuff, like Taylor Connect mm. stuff there was back in the day, but I don't think anyone really, like, remembers remember that. The amount of suicide threats on Taylor Connect, my God, it was, like, a literal, like, daily thing. It really, really was. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Go on, Molly, what's up? Uh, Swift Life app. <gasps> oh, shit. Do you remember no. that We talked about this. Posting a picture of their pants taken off down on the floor by their ankles with the caption, only bought this dress so you could take it off. Yes. No. <laughs> well, I, I, don't remember that. I don't remember it on the Switch, but I remember someone sharing it on mm. Twitter. I'm very glad I didn't see that. That's uncomfortable. Yes, honestly, wasn't it taken over by, like, Nazis? Oh. Both. both. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> it, it was very strange for, like, a couple of days... Okay, for those of you who are maybe new to the fandom and don't know about The Swift Life, basically Taylor theoretically made her own little social media app. Um, and it was kind of like a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr hybrid. I think it was trying to be everything at once and it just wasn't. <laughs> a lot of celebrities were doing it at the time. Mm. Yeah. It was it, like new um, games, wasn't it? It fully blew up your phone so like if you used it it would get so hot that like you could only use it for like 10 minutes it was incredibly slow it was just a shit app in general and it was just a very very strange era taylor used it like two times three times maybe i doubt it was even her using it no i mean she she posted stuff on it but like she never actually i she barely interacted with anyone which i've always felt like that was the whole point like that's why everyone was excited about it exactly but it took up so much Mm. space as well like that was like half my phone's memory at that point i deleted it do you remember um it would get you to constantly stream taylor's music on it you had to always be playing a song and the only way to not do that was to just turn your volume off and it was like to get streams as well on music yeah and it was like oh you god. like depending on like the sticker pack that got released, it would literally play like red for it on repeat. Oh my god! I never use probably... like my volume on my phone, so I never saw that. <laughs> Were there games on it? I can't remember. Is it still about? Should I download it? I think I think it was removed. From the no, it was store. removed a couple of years ago. Was it actually? Yeah. No, because my my favorite thing probably about the whole the whole <laughs> era experience <laughs> drama was when it was going to be removed someone put up a post that said something I'm not paraphrasing but something along the lines of I want to make a list of all the men I've made upset on this app and someone replied being like making men upset is not a goal and honestly that's just that's just my favorite thing in life now there were a lot of weird old men on that app oh 100 I like I used it 
three times and I'm like I'm not coming back here this is I don't wasn't yeah the goal of it was to like get stickers or something wasn't it you had to like the more posts you liked for every post you liked you got a sticker and like the more stickers you collected you completed sticker packs and like unlocked more sticker packs but it was sort of like what is the point in getting these stickers or what am I getting at the end of it it was ridiculous it, it was, was all like there was no point there was no point to it it was throw everything but the kitchen sink at it like there was just so mm. much in there like she could have made it so much simpler like just essentially instagram for her fandom like, it could have been so much simpler but i don't that's know why that's such made a good so idea instagram for swifties yeah swiftgram but that's that's basically what mm. it was supposed to be i think i think that's what mm. everyone thought it was gonna be and it kind of was but it was that plus like five different it was like a facebook status layout yeah yeah Mm. there was too much going on essentially it was just it was a bad era that whole era was just like what the fuck is happening (laughs) okay here's here's a topic for debate do you guys think that when taylor would interact with us online that it was her every single time or not because some people think it was and other people think it's not and i was previously that person was like, yeah, it definitely is every single time. Bear in mind, I've been interacting with her several times, like six or seven times. But now I'm like, hmm, I just don't know. I think it is a very controversial topic. I think people have very different opinions on it. I would like, I would like to think it was Taylor because, mm. you know, that'd be <laughs> nice. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And really cool. But would I 100% bet my life on it? Not like it's it like the same way yeah a lot <laughs> um, of people don't think it's her that signs all of the booklets because she would do hundreds of thousands of like signed album booklets but the thing is artists do that like mm. signing booklets yeah. like it's it's a thing I feel like I feel like the signed things are more likely to be legit maybe do you remember when Ariana Grande had a um machine hold a pen and they do her signature for her no <laughs> Yeah, there was like a machine. It was like mach- it was basically it was like her authentic signature because the machine was like rigged up to do her authentic signature. Oh my god! But it wasn't by her hand. And after that, she started doing like pre-printed ones, like how Taylor did for was it one of the Willow singles? She did pre-printed. Yeah. Ones oh, what the stupid um, digital ones, like the digital <laughs> yeah, download yeah. ones. So my mm. my favorite thing about Taylor's kind of like signed albums is because I bought. I bought like seven of the Red Taylor's version, but that's because mm. I was sending them to other people. They weren't all for me. I'm not a hoarder. Um, but I wouldn't funny... judge if you were first come, first served. Like. <laughs> exactly. I thought you were only um, allowed to order two. Like it wouldn't let you physically order more. I made switch your accounts. email address. Oh, exactly. This ain't our first rodeo. Are you an amateur, Molly? Yes. Um, gas prices going up April 1st. We've got bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but the funniest thing is they're all so different and like some are smudged. Like you can fully tell they've not been done by a machine. Like they're oh, just, yeah. Yeah. they're a mess. Mm. And I mean that with yeah. love. I mean it with love. Uh-huh. Uh, but they that are messy. Her signature is messy. I, I like mm. it. I liked the old signature. I don't, I'm not like the biggest fan of the new one. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I it's like easy on her hand, but I agree. Yeah. I like fearless. Yeah, sort of like fearless 2008 signature when she got out of like changing her signature every six months from the debut era. And she went yeah. to like that fearless one with the heart. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today. Thanks for listening and don't forget to follow us on social media for exclusive content and we'll see you again next week with a new episode of the Swift Legacy podcast.